0: Show them to all! Today's office is Superstuff Laman Dalit. We are starring Laman Gimelamba Debayee, six lines up for the bottom, the third to last word on the line. And today's office sponsor are Lilianishmas Mars, Miriam Sarah, Boss, Yaakov, Myshe, her Nashom Shadavan Aliyah, and Lilianishmas Mars, Fredechai, Bela, Boss, Yitzchak, Twi, her Nashom and in honor of the art side of Ribi ben Azrael, his Nashom Shadavan and he should be a Melot Yashir for his family and all of Klaal Yisrael. Now we concluded yesterday with a Brysa quoting Rab Meir that if a person steals an animal on Shabbos and Shechit, or steals an animal on Shechzef, or steals a Shar HaNiskol, an ox, the Bezin at needs to Be killed and shechted it, in all these scenarios, he pays five times the value of the animal. This comes from a that if a man steals an ox or a sheep and shechts it or sells it, he pays five times the value of the ox and four times the value of the sheep. This is referred to as a payment of Arba V'chamisha, and often it's referred to as that even if we're only talking about one of them. We'll still say Arba V'chamisha. Now we had learned that even though he should be putter from paying because of kamle Bedrab Minei, because he's Chaiv Misa for shechting it on Shabbos, for example, the Gemara explained that the Bryce is dealing in this scenario where he appointed a shliach to shecht it for him. So he's not Chaiv Misa for shechting it, someone else it. Did it, so he would be chayev to pay. Now, even though usually we would say, Ein avera, You can't appoint a shliach to do an averah for you and be chayev for that, in this case, he could be chayev because of a limut from the Pasuk. Now, the Kham argued with her mayor and said that he'd be potter. Now, the Gemara tells us, question: the Do we have something that if he would have done it, he wouldn't have been chayev? And now that his shliach did it, he's chayev? If he would have shechethed this animal on Shabbos, he wouldn't be chayev to pay for it, because we just said, he'd be chayev, he'd be chayev, Misa, and not chayev to pay for it. So, how could it be that now that his Shliach shechted it for him, he'd be chayiv for that? So Gamar says, no, the reason why he wouldn't have to pay for it if he would have shechted on Shabbos is not because he's not chayiv to pay for it, as Alamishum to Kamle it's because of Kamle so he's going to get punished with misa and not with paying, but it doesn't mean that he's not chayiv to pay. Technically, he has a chayiv to pay. So, now that we found a situation where he is able to pay because he's not chayiv misa, because someone else shechted it for him, so he's chayiv to pay. But now we continue asking, if you're going to say that someone else had shechted it, so my Tamayad Rabban and the Patri, why are they Abundant of this bride say that he's potter for making that payment. Someone else shechted it, he didn't shech it, so there's no kamleb drab me So the Gemara answers, who's a chamam of the bride? So lamadal, lamadal, on top, rib shimini, it's rib Shimon. The Amara Rab Shimon says, sheen if the shechita that's not fitting, that's not called a shechita. And since the shechita is in ru'uya, he can't eat from it, so therefore he wouldn't be chai for it being shechit. But now we have to explain this. That makes sense when we're dealing with shechting it for de zara or shechting a shar niskel. Those are both considered as shechit Ruya. He's not allowed to eat from this animal that was shechit for zara or there was a sharniskol el shikh habas shikhiru yi shachting something on Shabbos that still consider shikhiru yo then we have a mishnah. If shikh shachts yom kipper of some person on shabas yom kipper even though he's khayb with his soul if he person on shabas he's khayb misav if he it Kippur, chive still a person on yom kipper he's khayb kores shikh tasak sheira so so shachting on Shabbos is consider shikhiru yo and therefore he should be khayb for it so marisa says no sarvel krab yakna sandler rpmishman who's there abundant of the brisa Holds a yakna sandler the time you have a brisa huma vasab a person cooks something on Shabbos. bishagig if he did so bishagig inadvertently. He's allowed to eat it. did he's not allowed to eat it. that's a that's opinion. Rabbi he says, If he cooked it he's allowed to eat it on matzah On he's not allowed to eat it. he's allowed to. if he cooked it he's never allowed to eat it. Now Rabbi he tells us, if cooked loy it's allowed to be fed to other people on Shabbos, but he's not allowed to eat it. if he cooked it allowed to be eaten. Eaten, not by him and not by anyone else. So we see that Rabbi Khan Sandler holds that if a person doesn't action on Shabbos, you're not allowed to benefit from it. And therefore the person's not gonna be chaired for his shliach shechting this animal on Shabbos either. The Gemara now just asks, My time with Rabbi Sandler, what's Rabbi Sandler's reasoning? That's see, like the, at the entrance of the Nazis' house, the Posak tells us, Ushmarta Shabbas ki you shall guard Shabbos because it's khadesh for you. Ma just like something which is Kadesh, it's hektish, it's usher to be eaten, so to my Shabbos, something produced or done on Shabbos is usher to to be eaten. Now you might say, Ima kaidish asurba no, afma shabbis as banah, the same way that hektish is asurbanoh, so too something produced on Shabbos should be Asur Banah also. That's why the Pasik says, Lochem, kikadeshi lochem, shalokhem yehe, it is for you, you are allowed to benefit from it, meaning you're allowed to sell it or give it to a non Jew. And we continue, you might think Aphil Beshaigig that this would apply even if he did so Beshaigig. Tamil That's why the Pasik says, Michalam is humas. Someone that's Machal Shabbos, he shall be killed. Ba mazid a mardi l A person is only killed if he's Machal Shabbis Bemazid, but not Bash. And so too, Ma'ase Shabbos is only aser if it's done and And continue to talk about Rabbi and Sandler's opinion. Pligibar of Achav Ravina. Ravachan and Ravina argue about it. Chadam or one of them says Ma'ase Shabbos da'iraisa. The Iser to eat Ma'ase Shabbos, something that's produced on Shabbos, is an da'i da'iraisa. V'chadam or drabbanon. One of them says it's only an issur drabbanon. Now, The one that says that it's an da'i dr'iraisa, it's like what we just said. We had this pasuk. And the one that says that Ma'ase Shabbos is only aser drabbanon. Amar kara. That's because the pasuk says. Kaidash, he, it's Kaidesh. What do we learn from here? He, Kaidesh. Shabbos is Kaidash. But something produced on Shabbos isn't Kaidash. Therefore, Midaraisa, Maisa Shabbos is Mutter. It's only Usher Midarabanon. But now the Gemara asks, According to Mad Amr, the Maisa Shabbos is only Usher Drabbanon. So, Maitamai Drabbanon the Patri. Back to our original question, why do the Abbanon of our Brysa, which is Rib Shemin, why do they say that this fellow is Potter for when his Shliach shechts the animal for him on Shabbos? Remember, we had originally said that the reason why the Abbanon argued with Rav Meir in the Braisa is because an animal, Shekhtan on Shabbos, is Shekhta and it can't be eaten. But according to this opinion, the Ma'aser Shabbos is only Asur mit Rabbanon. That means that the shechita is valid at least mit Rayiso, and then he should be Chayev. So Gemara says you're right. Kikapatur Rabbanon Asharah. When did the Rabbanon and the Brisa say that your potter? That's only on all the other things, namely shechting for Avad Zara or shechting Sharaniskel. But if it was shechting on Shabbos, then he would be Chayev and continue to analyze the Brisa. We had said tevei chavayz a case of when he shechted it for Avad Zara. But here's the question: Kivn the shachad beipurto the moment he started shechting his animal, it's our light. It's automatically become Asur to the owner. Idach kikaptavach. Now when he finished is shechiting it, he's not shechting the owner's animal anymore. Now what do the Gemara just ask? So we know that kosher shechita is only when both simonim, the khan and the veshet, the windpipe and food pipe, are cut. So the act of shechita is only completed at the end, after both of the simonim are cut, but the act of slaughter for zara happens right as he begins it. Now at that moment, he ossers the animal as a so at the very moment that he started slaughtering it, he ossers the animal as a and by the time he finishes the shechita, the animal, he shouldn't be chai v'abra because consider like you shechted an animal of a not an animal that Owner because the owner can't benefit from it anymore the moment it became a avaidazara, so Amarava he answers no problem. But Amir of Gamar Zvichu is when the person stipulated very clearly that he only wants it to be considered shechted for avaidazara at the end of the shechita. So here we have the official shechita and the slaughter for avaidazara happening at the same exact time. Now we focus on the last case of the bris, which is when he stole a shor haniskal and shechted it. We ask shor niskal dehu This shar he's not shechting the owner's shar. he's not shechting the owner's ox, he's not shechting something that belongs to the owner. Why is that? Because we know that the moment Moment Bezin Paskin's that this shower has to be killed, it's considered completely worthless. It's like it doesn't even belong to the owner anymore. So why should the person be chay for that? So I'm a rabba rabba answers, and what are we talking about over here in our shimer. He gave his ox over to a shimer to someone to watch it. Vehisikabes shimer, and it killed someone when it was still by the shimer. base shimer, and Bezin Paskin that has to be killed while it was still in the house of the shimer. Vehgunvuganovabes shimer, and the guy who stole it from the house of the shimer. holds Savala Krabbyakov he holds a Grab If the Amr who says, that even after Ghmar Din, after Bazdin Paskin, that this Shar has to be killed, if the Shimer gave the ox back to the person that deposited by him, it's considered like he returned the ox. And the Savalakrib Shimon or may also hold Shimon, the armor that holds, Davar that something that causes money is like money. So let's explain all this. Ruven gave his ox to Shimon to watch while he was out of town. The Shar killed someone, and Bazdin Paskin it needs to be killed. So the question is does Shimon the Shimer need to pay Ruven? back? So according to the Chachamim, since due to Shimon's negligence in watching it, now it's going to be killed and it's considered to be worthless, so Shimon has to pay Ruvain. However, Rabbi Ya'kaiv holds that Shimon could give Ruvain back his shar and tell him, you give me a shar to watch, I'm giving you back a shar. Even though it might be worthless, you give me a shar, I'm giving you back one. So if Mayer holds like Rabbi Ya'kaiv, that you could give back that shar even though it's Chayv Misa. And he couples that along with Davar HaGarm Lemamein Kemamein. What does that mean? So Davar HaGarm Lemamein is something that generates or causes money. For example, someone owns a cow that he intended to bring as a carbon and was there for Makdashit. Now, if it dies, he'd have to designate a new cow. Or when he brings it as a carbon, he now does not need to bring another animal because he brought this one as a carbon. So, this is something that is gai re mamain. It would cause him a payment of money or it would gain him money if he brings it as a carbon. So, what does it mean that a davar hagarm le is kimamain? So, let's say someone stole this hektish cow. Now, even though it doesn't really belong to the owner because it's hektish, the thief would still have to pay kefil. because it's a davar hagarm le for its owner. It does cause some sort of monetary payment for its owner. Owner, and therefore, to some extent, it still is like the moment of the owner, and that's why the ganiv would have to pay kefil. So back to Shem and the Shimer, he has to give Ruven back a cow. But since, as we said, that a corn to Yaakov, he could just give this cow back, that makes this cow a davar hagarim And therefore, when the fellow stole it and shechted it, he's stealing mammon Bailim and therefore he'd be chayiv abravah chamisha. Now the Gemara continues with another answer to the question we asked on the B'risa of why is this guy chayiv Abrava chamisha for shechting it on Shabbos or for avayd zara? So Rabbi Amar tells us really he shechted it himself. Not like we answered before that he gave it to his Shliach to Shecht, he really Shechted it himself. Also, if Meir holds that a person could receive Malchus and have to pay a monetary payment, but he does not have to pay money and be of Misa as well. So we're still waiting for the answer. So, why is it that when this fellow Shechted this on Shabbos, for example, he'd be of Misa and he'd be Chayav Khamisha? That's because of Shani Hani, the Chiddush who the Chidcha Torah, but Knas. These are different. This is a Chiddush, that the Torah was Mechadish when we're dealing with Knas. Afagav the Mikdel, Meshalim. That even though he would get killed, for shechting on Shabbos or for avodah he still would have to pay this Kenas. Now it's very important to understand this. What we're saying is that in essence, there's a fundamental difference between tashlume mamain and kinas. We could say that mamain, a monetary payment, is a standard basic payment, such as if someone stole something, so they have to pay for it. That's a regular mamain's payment. Whereas kinas, a fine, that's extra, and we wouldn't follow the same rules when dealing with kinas. So yes, a koren mayor, If a Chiyof mamain and misa occurred simultaneously, then we would say kamle bidrabmine and no mamain would be paid. However. Ever since our Rabba Chamisha is not mamoin, it's just Kenas, so he will be chayiv for this Kenas, even though it occurred simultaneously with the chi of Misa. And the Gemara says, He's according to his own shita. Damar Rabba, Rabba tells us, Let's say a person had a goat that he had already stolen before Shabbos, and he shechted it on Shabbos. Chayiv, he's chayiv for the Arba Chamisha payment. nis shavu Shabbos, because he was already chayiv for the Gneva before the esar Shabbos came along, and now on Shabbos when he shechted it, the only additional monetary payment that he could be Chai for is the Arbav Khamisha and that's a knas, and even though that's coming simultaneously with the of Misa, he could still be Chai for both because the real Mominous payment he was already Chai for before Shabbos, when he stole it. However, Ghana Vitavakba Shabbas, If he stole it and shechted it on Shabbos, he's Pater to pay a monetary payment. Shim ain't Gneva, because if there's no Gneva, if he's not Chai for the Gneva, ain't to Mechira, So he's not Chai for the Rabba Khamisha either. And if Rabba Rabba also says, let's say a person had already stolen a goat, Utvachav Machteras, and he shechted it in a tunnel, chay, if he's Chai for the Rabav because he's already chai for the geneva before he has the isr of machteres of tunneling. We're going to explain this in a moment. However, if he stole it and shechted it in the machteres in the tunnel, Potter is potter for making a monetary payment. If he's not Chai for the geneva, because he's chai of miso, so he's not Chai for the tevicha and the mechira. So just to explain this, a machteres is a tunnel. The Torah teaches us that if a thief is caught tunneling into someone's house, the owner is not chaived for killing the thief. That means that while the thief is in the tunnel, in essence, he's chaived, Misa. So if he had stolen the goat before he was in the tunnel, and now he's in the tunnel and he shechts it, so he'd be chayv harbav he's ready chayv for the gneva beforehand. However, if he stole it and shechted it in the tunnel, so he's chayv misa in the tunnel, and he's chayv for gneva only in the tunnel, so then we would say bidrab I think we'll just clarifies so with Tzricha, we need to have both of these cases. The Ashmeen and Shabbos, if we only had the case of Shabbos, we might say mishum di sura isra since the isra of Shabbos is forever, so then it's very Khammer, and that's why we would say What does that mean? It's an isra oilam. If a person does an isra on Shabbos, he can still be chayv for that isra, after Shabbos. After Shabbos, Adam could come and say, we told him not to do this Esr on Shabbos and he did it and he'd be chay for that even though he's already finished doing the act. So maybe over there we would say But the case of Machteres, that's only a momentary Esr. He's only chay of Miso while he's in the tunnel. The moment he steps out of the tunnel, he's not allowed to be killed anymore. So I might say that wouldn't apply in that case. And we actually mean Machteres. If we only said the case of Machteres, I might say de zuhi asra asoy. There is something very chomer about Machteres is because the very fact that he's in the tunnel, that itself is considered his hasra. He doesn't need an act of hasra. Avol Shabbos, debaya hasra. But when a person does an Isra on Shabbos, he needs to be warned beforehand that he's going to be killed if he does his Isra. Eimolai sricha. So therefore, I have to have both these cases. Now, similar halacha to Rabbah's first halacha, Amrav Papa. Hapa tells us, Ha'isa par gnuvolei. Let's say a person had already stolen an ox before Shabbos. He stole this cow before Shabbos. V'tavcha b'Shabbos and he on Shabbos. Chayev he's chay for the because he was already high for the gneva before he. Came. Came to this, or Shabbos. Now let's say he had borrowed a cow and he shechted it on Shabbos Potter, he's going to be Potter from the abarav Now Amalei Ravacha b'rid Ravla Ravashi Ravacha b'rid Ravla asked Ravashi Rav Papa paro asal Is Rav Papa just trying to teach us a case about a paro? Rav is a case about a gedi and Rav Papa is teaching us a case about a paro. Why would he do that? We know that abarav hamisha applies to a gedi and to a paro. Why does our Papa have to speak it out with a paro? So Amalei Ravashi told him Rav Papa sheula Asalashminon, Rav Papa is teaching us a chiddush regarding a borrowed cow. I'm might have thought, since our Papa says, from the moment the borrower is himself, he's ready in its food, which means he's to pay for its food. Like when you borrow your friend's car, so you have to pay for the gas. So when you borrow your friend's cow, you have to pay for his food. That's a simple understanding. So to over here, is from the moment he borrowed the cow, he's in its and therefore it's already considered like he's for the Karen, for the mominous part of the cow before Shabbos. And now when he he's on Shabbos, he would be able to be Chaiv for the knas of our Bhavak Chamisha simultaneously with Shabbos, and the is we don't say that. In other words, our Havamina is since the moment the borrower is mush the cow, he became potentially chaiev to pay if something happens to it. So it's like he's already chai for the Karen, and now that he shechted on Shabbos, he could be Chai for the Rab Chamisha. Kamash malan, we don't say that, because as long as the animal is still alive, he could still give it back to the owner, therefore he's only chai for the geneva when he shechts it, and then we have Mumis and Misa happening on Shabbos, and therefore we would apply Kamleib Drabine in that case, and he would not be a mom in his payment. And that's what Papa is teaching us. And now we have a chish from a Papa, the Gemara says, Amar Rava, tells us, if their father died, and in the Yerusha, he left them over a cow, but it was a borrowed cow. So it's not really a Yerusha, they're just inheriting this borrowed cow that they have to give back to the owner. So they're allowed to using it until the end of the borrowing period is over. Now Mesa, let's say it dies with the Yarshim, they're not chaiv it's ointzen, because they didn't borrow it, their father is chaiv and because their father borrowed it. Now they have it from their father, they're allowed to use it. however, they're not chayav and Now, that's the ratio. The Sefa tells us, let's say they thought it was their father's cow, and they shechted and they ate it, and then it turns out that it's not their father's cow, it's really a borrowed cow, they have to pay the value of the meat, but only the cheaper rate. What's the cheaper rate? That's two-thirds of the market value, and they also have to give the cow's hide back to the lender. And now Reva says, if their father left them over, which means he left them over karka, he left them property, they are chayav to pay. Now, the Gemara says, some teach this din of Rava, of if their father left them they would have to pay on the Rasha. Some teach it on the seifa. Let's explain that. If Rava's din was stated on the Rasha, then he's saying that if their father had left them property, they do have to pay the lender when his cow dies. Why is it? That's because when their father borrowed the cow, he became a for any potential unus that might happen, and he's even meshabbed his property to pay for such. So even though the unus of this cow dying happened after the father died, his property is still meshabbed to be used as payment, and that's why the Yarshim would have to pay. Now if it's taught on the seifa, that means that when they shekhted this cow and ate it thinking that it's their father's they would have to pay with property and they wouldn't be able to get away just by paying Deme, Bosa, that's because Rashi explains they really should have checked into it to see if this is their father's cow or not now the Gemara clarifies the one that teaches this on the Rasha for sure it would apply to the Sefa this is not like Rav Papa and seifa, the one that teaches it on the Sefa he would not teach it on the Rasha and behind that is Rav Papa remember what I just said previously the Rav Papa holds that when the borrower may the cow he might be chayv and Eintzim if something happens, but he's not mashabid any of his properties to it. It's not like any official chayv has taken place yet. If something happens, he's chayv to pay for it, but there's no shibud or chayv that takes place the moment that he borrows it. And therefore, if we say that in the ratio of Rav's statement, they do not have to pay when this borrowed cow dies, even though their father left them property, that's just like Rav Papa. We're going to stop here for the day. Everyone should have a wonderful day.